Hi everyone, welcome to episode 43 of We Could Talk About This All Day Long. I'm Lauren and I'm here with my fabulous co-host and friend, Kathy. Hey everybody. We're almost to 50. That's crazy. I know. Um, I know. It's insane. So we are coming to you today, the week of Valentine's Day. It's true. And we wanted to delve into boundaries, which we've talked about before, but this time we're going a little deeper, mm-hmm. wouldn't you say? I would. Yeah. A different perspective. On there boundaries. we go. Yeah. Yes. And interesting to think about where we were when we did that first episode about it and where yeah. we are now. In very diff- different places. Yeah. yeah. So we are coming at you from a different location today. We're- it's true. We're in my living room today instead of the closet upstairs, which is probably better sound. But I am, um, we're just comfortable. That's all it is. It's warm in this living room. It's comfortable. The sound may not be as stellar. Um, and we're accepting of that. And we're just going to play with being comfortable and warm in this living room space yeah and we're gonna start like we normally do with our tea bag but then we want to get right into the topic so we're gonna skip week in review for now maybe we'll do a month in review next time yeah (laughs) (laughs) um actually we might have a guest next oh okay and we might we might yeah yeah friends okay so i don't think kathy's tea bag says much well it says what's funny is so it says tulsi sweet rose which is the brand organic the brand is organic india and i really love sweet rose tea i buy a couple different brands Mm. um but at first i thought it was something like i don't know to sweet life or i just i can read the words i can see them well but (laughs) it just there was a vision of something like to sweet life so that's what i'm gonna say mine uh says love is the ultimate law of life well we're gonna get into that we are gonna get into that very apropos um so kathy messaged me earlier in the week with some ideas we knew we wanted to do something about boundaries and love and that kind of stuff um but do you want to talk about a little bit yeah. of how you came up with well it came stuff? up because um a super dear friend of mine we were i think we were just talking about this idea of boundaries relationships not just romantic ones all kinds of relationships mm-hmm. friendships work relationships yourself um, family mm-hmm. right parents siblings cousins you know you name it yes. all kinds of relationships relationships with things mm-hmm. and jobs and people all of it so she and i were talking about that and it was her who said wow this would be really great for your podcast and then what happened um and she was gracious enough to spend time with me chatting more about it live but what ended up happening is like Lauren and I both, as you all may know, if you listened to the last episode, we're we're taping now every couple weeks. Mm-hmm. 
Which is a boundary, I was just going to say that. boundary. It's <laughs> uh-huh. like we're creating more space to allow more in. And that's really, I think, at the heart of where we're going to explore today. Mm-hmm. Which, to remind everyone, this is raw, which we love. It's unedited, which we love. And the invitation there for us is spaciousness to allow to be whatever comes up Mm -hmm. without judgment. We're just figuring things out. We're exploring these thoughts um, and ideas that I think are universal topics in most of our lives. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's for me, the spark of really what drives me to want to do this. Totally. And so, um, and that's where Lauren and I come together too. Yeah. So please interrupt me at any time. So basically, um, so I just, as I do, like, I just started noodling and meandering on the topic. And I did reflect, as Lauren shared, you know, we did an episode on Love and Bounders last year. And I think it was about this time of year. And I was in a way different place. (laughs) Like, I was in some heartbreak. I was in grief of many losses. Just way different place and yes. in the what did we call our tr- the tropical depression oh, yes, exactly, you know yes. and all I was thinking was that, like boundaries for me was who's not a, who am I not allowing in anymore <laughs> you know and how many it, people can I say no to <laughs> right it just felt so finite like mm-hmm. and sort of black and white and cut and dry that's what boundaries are about who's coming in who's yes. allowed in my mountain lake with me <laughs> my alpine lake oh. oh no 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 you're not allowed in yeah. you're allowed in <laughs> so that's just where i was totally and Wanna that's say like something a, about that too yeah i think i was in a similar not we weren't in similar places as far as what was going on in our life but just my perspective of it was around that time I was I think I had read some books about boundaries and my it was a really big topic of conversation among my friends and I and yeah it was very I think it's like how people enter on that base level which is important of like knowing you know when you want to say no and like all of that stuff but there wasn't really a lot of nuance <laughs> at all um And so I'm very interested because Kathy and I were chatting cozily on the couch, which is why we (laughs) stayed here, uh, before we started recording, and a lot came up for me just in those moments that Kathy doesn't even know, because I kept it inside my brain. I'm excited. But it's, yeah, I'm excited to go there. I'm (laughs) so so excited It's a lot more nuanced than where we were before of just, yeah. So... May I give a little context Please. to this new sort of thinking around yes. boundaries? So, um, as you all know from our last episode, you know, I went to Mount Kilimanjaro, we summited, but there was just so much, what is the word, profundity? Ooh, that's Profoundness. A great word. Yeah. Um, and just realizations and that have offered perspective shifts of places I have gotten in my own way. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've held on to that allow me to get in my own way. And by the way, I want to continue to underscore this is not self-shaming or judging myself. It's simply like, whoa, I see that. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I didn't see it before, but I think I clung to safety. Mm -hmm. And so 
as I'm integrating back, you know, I've been back at work and I've been teased like you took one day off between coming home from Africa oh my and gosh. going back to work. <laughs> but that speaks to, and nobody forced that on me no, at no. all. Oh, I was no. encouraged to do the opposite, but I'm like, nope, got to check. <laughs> Got to check in with the self I know at work who's responsible, who does yes. her job. And Anyway, um, because I work in an incredible workplace that, to be honest, I continue to feel more deeply connected to. I've been there over five years, but I just, I almost feel like I continue to fall in love with more. Um, and not that there aren't issues. Every workplace oh, has course. issues and yeah. all of that. What I love is that we're a growth workplace right now where we're really exploring like who we are, how we're showing up, really being. We certainly do and accomplish a lot in the world. Um, I shared with you all, I work for the non-GMO project. And we are really, I think, in this state of becoming mm. who we're going to become in the world we do incredible work we're expanding that work and we're really examining and looking at and diving into how we are working together how we're developing as individuals in order to figure out where we're going to what we want to contribute and so on and this may not even make sense to you all and that's okay Mm -hmm. because it's just what I'm learning and the parallels in life are amazing so I had this opportunity with my boss to for her to ask me well because we're doing some hiring you know what what if you let go of to pass on to a direct report or somebody (laughs) and I was silent and I was like oh my god uh, um uh Nothing. I've literally never let go. And it's not that I haven't given tasks (laughs) away. Sure, I have. But I think there's been this element of, I hope not micromanaging, but I think moments of it, (laughs) not in the last two years, but before that. And and maybe so in the last two years. i got to face that. But of, like, not letting go of oversight or so fully not letting go. Right. And I had to face that. There's this other whole part of me which I shared that came to me at Rob Bell, which is let go completely, like doing this podcast with you where we're not attached. Mm-hmm. I haven't told you all much about the work with the orphanage but in Tanzania, but that has ignited something in me that feels like a true letting go of any constraints or control, anything like that. Mm-hmm. So it just has me examining... I haven't let go of much at work. And the reason I now want to let go of things at work, and I'm invited to, mm-hmm. is to create space to allow where I want to go with work and mm-hmm. who I want to become. And so with more conversation with my dear friend and another texting with another friend, what? so my question mm-hmm. that I'd love you to respond to and also we can just check back and forth is, the way I'm seeing boundaries now, and it's not novel like I thought, <laughs> not at all. Um, in fact, I'm going to share later just some great stuff a friend shared with me on letting go. I think what I'm, the way I'm exploring boundaries now is about what, who, what things, who do we 
let go of, and not in malicious ways, simply it's letting go in order to make space, space for who we are becoming, to allow us to, to the space of, I'm going to use the word touchstone, which allows us to see and be and stand in our true self, the one that feels and is unabashed, the one that is our truth, without the constraints of holding on to something, someone, whatever it is, work, oh, the way I know my job, whatever it is that for me is about safety and comfort in the known. And letting go can certainly bring up fear. So it's like letting go. And I, I will read something later from this gentleman that I, I love everything he's saying, but it's about ultimately letting go of the fear in order to let go <laughs> to become who you're meant to be. And that's, that's in a nutshell the way I'm exploring in a little nutshell <laughs> the size of the Very moon simple. Um, the way I'm exploring so I, now I want to hear from you uh, well, okay. did that make sense oh, it made me? total sense so we were like I said chatting about this before we hit record and that like hit me so hard and it reminded me of the book um, which I'm seeing over here what looks like bravery that question uh, of like no. you know yeah what would you, the question. it was along the lines of um who would you be if you weren't afraid? It yeah. was not verbatim. That's not verbatim. Yeah. But yeah. that was the gist. Exactly. So it kind of reminds me of that. And I think that it hit me so hard because of the things that I hold on to so tightly. It's interesting because it's not just one, like, I can't just say it's this one thing. But I've noticed, I think I've noticed probably throughout the years maybe but I just feel like this past I don't know few months I've noticed it even more clearly that I hold on to um like oh, I don't know how to explain it but like little grievances so it's kind of like I will go hard into whatever little moment is happening you know whether that's anger at someone um especially like thinking about workplaces. This isn't as much in personal life, but it totally is too. But it's like, if I can just focus on this problem that I think is such an injustice at the time, and all of those things let me not create space for what I want to do or be, or even create space to let me like reflect on what I want to be doing. Instead, I'm constantly chasing these little problems and being like focusing all my attention and anger and whatever on that. Can you, would you be willing to just even pause? Like we can have silence in here. Yes. And, and share. And I'm fully putting Lauren on the spot and you can do the same to me. <laughs> But where you're willing to, not you are willing, I get, I get that from you because you're on air, but where you might think of an example, and, and also because we are on the air and we don't know how many people hear us, whatever feels comfortable. Totally. Um, I would say I'm not going to give 
a super detailed or specific example, but say as a teacher, right? I'm a teacher, so I can easily um, get into, say, a parent. I get an email from a parent, for example, and then I read, it's kind of also like the stories we tell ourselves, Mm -hmm. it's all connecting. So I read this email and immediately I'm like, this parent is completely wrong. I can't believe they would email this. And then I just focus on that for, it could be a week. Mm-hmm. And it could not even be a big thing. Or I could be telling a story that's not even true about the email. Or it could have been like a rude email. Like I get rude emails sometimes. And it just, that's where all my focus and attention goes. And then I start talking to everyone I know about that email, mm-hmm. reading the email to them. <laughs> And getting them to be, of course, they're going to, you know, they're my friends. They're going to be on my side and be like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that happened to you. And I'm going to interrupt. And because I'm human, the same thing. So what is the payoff of telling everyone, showing everyone the email? Mm -hmm. What, What do you get from that? I mean, I get a lot of validation of my feelings. I get to connect and not a super healthy way but I'm getting these connections with people and it's like I'm on the right side like I'm right and um, this thing is an injustice and then I get to not think about many other things that I could be thinking about so then okay so we know the payoff yes and I'm curious about the payoff being a space you're comfortable with. Oh, or, yeah. Yeah. Because the thing is, this type of thing happens maybe daily or at least very often in a week. Not an email, but just little things. Things happen. Um, and so I'm constantly kind of spiraling or perseverating on these many, you know different things that are making me upset um and so being focused on all of those things means I'm not having the space to really reflect on much let alone I mean the question of like who would you become or who are you becoming it's like I'm not even tapped into that at all because I'm just focused on this very narrow thing right now and the other thing this is we brought up a long time ago I think when um I don't yeah when Amy was here is my health Mm -hmm. so my health is another huge thing that I can focus on and it takes up a lot of space because I can be like well I can't go do this or that or like I can't think about kind of it's not frivolous but just like the it seems frivolous at the time of like I have to focus on the fact that like I can't feel my feet or my digestive system is just insane and I can't like do things. So tell me more about that and like what it would be if we're in this context of letting go in order to truly become, what can you imagine there? What would you be letting go of? So there's, I think I brought it up before, um, this woman, Nicole Sachs, who does a podcast called The Cure for Chronic Pain. And one thing she talks a lot about is letting go of your kind of attachment and um, 
reliance or it's it's that comfort zone of like being attached to whatever chronic thing you're dealing with it's like this is my um depression or this is my digestive issue like this is who I am almost yeah and also of course you're gonna like there are times when you're scared because it's your health (laughs) but it's just like it's comfortable it's what I know it's like oh if I feel something I can just go to you know go home and it's a way of keeping yourself kind of smaller and not thinking about these bigger things of like what do I really want out of life or who do I want to become and even in the capacity of health I want to just check in there is that what you mean too like so oh I can hang on to the fact that I know what it is to have a wonky digestive system I know what it is not to be able to feel my feet sometimes and I know that Mm -hmm. and I get it and I can hang on to it exactly and what I hear from you is and if I did let go of that story, or that, it's not a story, it's an experience. Yeah. The digestive system is... <laughs> right. Right? But the idea that I don't... What happens if I do let go of that, I'll just call it that known story right, right. now. What happens? What's mm-hmm. possible for me? Exactly. Is that, do I got do I Yeah. It? And I think I hang on to those things so I don't have to think about that mm-hmm. because... What's the cost of thinking about it? Right, it's the cost is the cost of thinking about. Well, I mean, it. I don't oh. really want to say the cost. What's what happens when you begin to think about it? About the bigger things. Yeah. Oh, well, then I have to kind of come to terms with where I am and the fact that I have no idea what I want. Okay, I love this. <laughs> I'm sorry, I love that you don't know, but I really do. Because that's the core, Uh is the spaciousness to not know, to not feel safe, to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. That's why, like, it's very emotional for me now, right now, because it's so alive. I don't feel tears coming on here, (laughs) but it's so alive. It's like, oh my gosh, all this clinging on, hanging on, um, to past stories, to past experiences, to people, to comfort at work, keeps me in a known safe space. Mm-hmm. And yet, the irony, and I hear the same in you, is like, I don't want to be there anymore. I want to mm-hmm. be at my job. Everybody hear that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't want to be always in the known, mm-hmm. right? Oh, this has worked for me. Oh, this is all I will get. This is fine. Oh, this works for now. It's fine. Mm-hmm. No. And that's what I hear in you is like, I could keep buying into that. Like, right. this is my story. This is mm-hmm. what I know about my health. This is just the way it is. And then what it means to let go of that safe comfort. And we're in the same place we on are. different contexts. Yeah. And then the spaciousness to not no. Mm-hmm. In order to allow ourselves to become what is true. And there are things I believe you know, like you hear callings. Mm-hmm. I hear them. I felt this. I felt like I was sharing with Lauren before taping. There are definitely accomplishments in my life 
tangible and not that I feel really proud of. And when I examined them, I jumped in. Mm-hmm. I know I had some fear, but I jumped in anyway, fearless. I mean, it's funny because I'm saying I was fearless, but I had fear. And that's true. Right. But yeah. I didn't care about the fear. Lauren, you're with me. In the podcast, we both said, who cares? <laughs> yes. We don't know what we're doing. We still, in many ways, don't. No. We're still finding ourselves in where we want to become in this podcast. And we're allowing that. So in many parts of my life, saying yes to Kilimanjaro and imagining it a whole other different thing. <laughs> and then going in with no expectations would create space. The going to the St. Joseph Work Finance where we raise these funds, they now have the funds in their hands. And now it's, for me, it's caught a spark in wanting to do more. And I was describing it like I feel lifted off the ground with energy and Mm. and also very grounded in it and i don't know what it means i don't know what is to become i don't know what it'll look like but what i know is one baby step at a time just like on the mountain Mm. if i keep letting go to old stories to what happened to me Mm -hmm. at any given point yeah those things keep me safe they keep me locked in a pattern and all that'll do and I didn't make this up either but it's something my friend and I were talking about and she had read and heard is like that keeps us in a pattern we're talking about it it's like I I've done the same where can you believe this like they did you know and you hear yourself and you're almost nauseating yourself but you're addicted to it right because you are attached to the thing that Mm -hmm. you're scared of letting go of yes and I hear it in what you shared and there's no zero judgment no yeah it's just what's possible of letting go of this thing that is truly insignificant in the scheme of things what's possible to become your truth and stand in my friend was writing to me about boundaries because i i wanted to just check in with people like what do you think about it and she was saying and i just love it's like the protection of your inner flame Mm. but it means letting go of something in order to make space to become and the space is also about, damn, it's cold here. I'm kind of alone in this. And, whoo, it's scary. Mm-hmm. Yes. What do you think? Not, I'm not asking you to figure out, like, what does it mean? Your Who whole am I life. Because, I mean, just in the general. Yeah. What do you think's possible when you examine what you're exploring of letting go of the old mm-hmm. story? I think that, yeah, I literally don't know but it would create time like time so I do have a small example so when I made the decision to leave grad school that was a letting go of not just literally going to grad school but of being a student and being you know a productive person like I I think all of the little things that I do have to do with like you're doing something doing doing yes Mm -hmm. like even at work when it's putting out all these little fires it's like oh I'm like running around doing something and so letting go of grad school 
just created time in my day to do different things and I you know I'm just doing little things here and there but like getting a little bit more into art and then this is really exciting you guys I don't even think I've shared this with you so I had gone to the horse therapy remember horse therapy there's an episode about it and I think I had gone a few times and then I I didn't go anymore especially once I quit the the grad school program because I wasn't going to be able to do that work anyway and the lady reached out to me and she said hey um, I was thinking about you. I have one of my therapy horses isn't getting enough attention, and I'm wondering if you, like, no pressure, you don't have to commit to a schedule, but just come hang out with him sometimes. And so I started that this week. Oh, um, so tell me, when she asked you, what was in your body? It was like... Uh, now I'm gonna get emotional yeah. I don't even expect that um, I think it was like a healing of my inner child and listening I'm hugging Lauren <laughs> right now and and something I read this morning too is like listening to what your inner child wants exactly and so this is I think thank you that's yeah. brave to share that <laughs> um Anytime I've wanted to be around horses, it always costs a lot of money because yeah. <laughs> you have to take lessons or go to horse therapy, yeah. <laughs> which is expensive. Um, and so this is so cool because I just get to go hang out. I have none of the responsibilities, um, but I just get to go hang out with a horse. Mm-hmm. And so I did that a couple times this week. I'm going tomorrow, I think. And then she was like, yeah, and you can work up to like riding him. And it's basically like... Oh your horse to hang out with <laughs> I I'm I thank you really for being so vulnerable and sharing that I think what I hear is this full body yes exactly and I think that's what happened to me well it happened on the mountain and it happened at the orphanage and it's it's beginning to happen at work, even though at work it's like, I don't know. I just know these things that are I'm drawn to, but I don't know what it'll look like and, and that fear. But if I don't let go of what's safe, I won't become into right. those things. Yes. And I don't want to attract and be the same pattern. Mm-hmm. I, I To me, that's what growth is about, is being scared, being uncomfortable, and seeing what it's not passive but it's allowing it's being yeah not doing all the time and i love that you just i really hear in you this full body yes and i just i'm reading some notes about as we think about boundaries it's like you had a full body yes you let you let go of something what do you think you let go of well a couple of things like literally i had the full body no of continuing grad school and Mm -hmm. that full body no allowed me time to to have this full body yes but I think I let go of like this idea of what you know you're using your time to go hang out with a horse Mm -hmm. by yourself a story yeah a story of just like is that the best way to spend time and then 
Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. So that so in your, in that case, letting go of a story, mm-hmm. an old story. I'm sure it wasn't oh, a fresh story. No, right. Yeah. Because it attached to horses have cost me a lot of money. Mm, and, right. Okay. So my we were my friend and I were riding back and forth last night, and it's like as we're in this spaciousness, if we can allow it by letting go of the fear. And the fear, I think, in in this, I'm going to share what this guy wrote, but the fear is more than the thing that we're attached to mm-hmm. or the human that we're attached to. It's the fear. Is what happens when I let go of even talking about these emails or for me, talking about a story that happened. Totally, yeah. What It's so like, you know, it gets addictive to talk about these things that are... or the problems or whatever it is right and so what if i let go of the fear and so also i think in this boundary of i love this is what needs to be let go of asking that question what am i bringing into the becoming space Mm -hmm. what am i not Mm -hmm. and it just resonates like if we don't do these things if we don't let go we stay, and I said this a few minutes ago, but we stay in a pattern. If I don't let go of my fear of who am I becoming, it isn't linear at mm. all. If I don't let go of that, I don't create the space for, and this is what this gentleman I'll read, I promise, in a mm-hmm. little bit, um, of, and I'm not just talking romantic love, but deeper love, deeper connections, deeper knowing of myself, deeper work. If I don't allow that, if I don't let go to make space, I won't draw that. Yeah, yeah. Because I think all of those things are keeping us at kind of a surface, superficial level. Yeah, exactly. And by letting go and creating space, that's the space where we can see the becoming of our true self. And finding, as my friend shared, this touchstone that reminds us of that pathway, that reminds us of who we are becoming. And I was thinking, and I wrote to her, like, and how do I let, like, emotionally I feel like, oh, if I've let go of these things, how do I get them out of my mind? Mm -hmm. But what's coming to me right now is by being in the space. Mm Mm-hmm. By consciously saying, you, that is gone, that is history, that story from when you were five that you made important till you're 59 (laughs) is gone. Yeah. And by staying in the space and talking in these helpful ways, talking about the letting go, being in the letting go, owning the fear, Mm -hmm. I think is... Does yeah, that make sense? That totally to you? makes sense. And yeah. not um because if you're just like, I'm not gonna think about that thing anymore, it's like right. you're gonna think about you're it all the time. Think about it. So yeah, yeah l- allowing it to be there, but having um you know, a new story that you can kind of Yeah. I don't wanna say combat, I don't like that, but meet it with, I yeah. guess. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I wanna hear from you. And then you're also reminding in that me of that conflict. In that comment of, um, you know, 
Well, let me go because I lost that train of thought. Because <laughs> I was thinking about this question that I want to ask you is what opportunity do boundaries offer? I think boundaries, especially in the way we're talking, well, in any way, allow us that time. So for me, boundaries, even at that entry level that we talked about a year ago, they allow you to the opportunity to kind of use your time in a different way. So if I say, you know, if we go back to like the saying no to someone, saying no to one thing allows you space to say yes to something else. And so I think it just has gives us the opportunity to explore more of what we want to do. Some people know, like I said, I have no idea what, and I don't mean like, in the grand scheme of my life. I mean that too. <laughs> but I mean, if I'm given extra time, like, I don't know what I want to do with it. I don't even know what I'm interested in. I've kind of started dabbling in like some art stuff, but it's like just time to explore yeah. almost. And I think about it not even in time. Like, I know what you mean yeah. about time. And that's, yeah, I, like I see that for sure. I think about boundaries offering this opportunity to jump and fly and and I'm very visual too you know right that's what I think a nice balance with us not that you're not visual you're an artist (laughs) what I mean is how we think about things you think in metaphors yeah it's like my friend shared too it's like scaffolding from where I think she learned this in a dance course many years or a dance program but like scaffolding from where you can jump off and try like do I know everything I want to do no way I don't but I feel there I feel like oddly in the outside of work part of my life I feel super comfortable like I was escaping something for a while after all that you know grief and and I got stuck in that pattern Mm -hmm. and I would like oh, I'm going to go here for a week. And I loved it, and yeah. I needed to. However, like, I think that I see now, like, you don't need to flee anymore. Mm-hmm. You just need to be in this space. <laughs> yeah. And I think boundaries, I wrote, like, they're an invitation to purge, and then I thought of purging my closet. And I've I've purged things that I've loved, but I'm not wearing them anymore. Mm-hmm. So why are they sitting there folded in a drawer some things have sentimental value mm-hmm. sure and now I've passed those to my daughter some of them but like why am I hanging on to a sweater that really is just a thing mm-hmm. what am I scared of in this simple example what am I scared of in letting go if I'm not wearing that sweater if I'm wearing the same sweater 20 years you darn right I want to <laughs> hang on but yes and then that pattern again I just think is such a integral part of boundaries if I don't let go I'm staying in the same pattern and what am I attracting in that pattern yeah that's a huge thing because I yeah the patterns that I see myself in are just kind of cycles where you keep yourself in that same pattern and then you're attracting whether it's whole people or conversations or whatever and it's just a constant loop of the same thing yeah and this idea, too, if we've talked about in the spaciousness of exploring not knowing, 
not doing but being in the space of where am I going and the boundary in that where I see boundaries again is and what am I leaving behind Mm -hmm. when I told y'all about who you know being with Rob Bell and I described to him like straddled between two spaces the podcast and now I would add more to that is the space of where I've let go of control I just quote unquote the workspace which isn't all work it's been relationships it's been old stories it's been old patterns is where I felt the safety and comfort and it's like literally trying to pull my leg out of that to allow my full body to let go to be in the free space I'm not talking, I'm not naive to think free space is no responsibilities. Of course it (laughs) is. Like, I will always do my work that I have to do. I will always be responsible to my daughter. I will always, for the dear people in my life, I will show up. Because we've created that relationship. Right. Yeah. And it's also, we have to purge. Yeah. I've been purged, like... In many times, it's like we have to purge. Yeah. It? So, may I read this? Yes. So, please. my friend shared this guy with me. You know, I was off Instagram a long time. I'm still wrestling with it, actually. It's a boundary. It's a boundary. It's like the time, but right now I'm using it very much for Kilimanjaro updates and the fundraising. And also, I love sharing what we're doing at work, but I really like don't look at it much right um and i'm trying to grow this other little whatever you call them (laughs) what i don't know another i have another we'll see it's fine and that's where i really want to promote the podcast we're kind of feeling like we may let go of lauren and kathy talk just because we're not super attached right but i'm not even we don't know we don't know yeah we don't know so it's just a funny relationship with me right now because I want to share good things and I'm also like, I don't want to be my face on social media. <laughs> totally. Like, I mean, my head yes. looking at... So I barely look at anything. Yes. Um, but my friend shared this guy here. His name's J.B. Copeland and now I'm following him because I love what he has to say. And clearly like he shares he's in therapy and so I think this is very much him sharing his learning so he says and and these are videos and he has such a calm voice and same thing he's not an expert he's sharing what Mm -hmm. he's reflecting on so he says life is about learning to let go over and over and over again at times he's saying in my past I would hear that phrase and it would frighten me to my core. But then I realized that maybe if I let go, I could finally find what was truly for me. I could love deeply without the need to manipulate or possess. And I, and I could authentically connect and not attach. <laughs> the angels are singing yeah. right there. I could finally live in a manner that ignited my soul, and that's what I equate to becoming our truth. Mm-hmm. Because I knew that was what was for me would stay. Let me read that again. I could finally live in a manner that ignited my soul because I knew that what was for me would stay. Mm-hmm. So trust, 
trust trust in yes. self yes and most importantly i realized that i would never lose what was for me there is so much magic and greatness waiting for all of us to let go just good i think yeah. will you let go with me and i love that he talks about the fear of what does it mean to let go mm-hmm. i'll never do that again or i'll never but what if it was a new iteration like and clearing out what we just can't bring along Mm -hmm. to become our if you carried stories of i can't be around horses because it means Mm -hmm. a lot of money and i and it was tied to my grad program and Mm -hmm. i don't have time and if you brought those stories along and didn't let go of those stories in that moment i'm not sure you would have had a full body yes oh yeah totally yeah yeah Yeah, and even the initial going to that horse therapy place to make that connection that would allow this to happen, um, that felt kind of odd because it was expensive, and I was like, I'm just paying to go spend time with horses, but it, that was a huge, like, igniting situation because then I was like, oh, this is a thing, and this is incredible, and I still even though I'm not in a program, like, very interested in equine therapy, which is a whole other thing. But, yeah, and it's not something I ever would have... I didn't even know it existed. Yeah. (laughs) I know, I was just... I was listening to you, and then when you were finishing, I was thinking about these conversations at work yesterday, which were very raw. I mean, I got super emotional, not defensive, just like, yeah... You're right, there's a contraction. And I then said, oh my God, I've been holding my breath. Mm. And the irony in that is like on the mountain, breathing, well, breathing is critical. (laughs) But do you find yourself, I would ask you all, holding your breath? And I was holding my breath. I hold my breath all the time. And that's contraction. It's like I let myself dabble in imagining this space in this chat over the last two days. And then I contracted in fear. Not even knowing it, really, oh, yeah. until it's like they saw that in me. And it's that, like, clinging to safety. Clinging, here's an irony of, sh- I almost, well, insert <laughs> swear word. I just wish I knew if we could really swear. Enough, I know, I, I think there's like a swearing. setting we have to change on the, Okay, yeah. well, let's do it, because I love <laughs> we'll swearing. We'll figure it but out. But anyway, um, insert swear word, letting go of the stuff. I used to say when my daughter was little, sugar instead of the word. <laughs> so letting go of the stuff that is weighing us down, is pulling us back, is getting in our way, is keeping us contracted because it's safe. Mm-hmm. And I just, for me, this is this time of like dive into the spaciousness and it's scary as hell. Yeah. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Because yeah. I do want what it provides and what it brings, which is stepping into our true self, our full self that continues to evolve. Right. And and allowing the inner flame to brightly burn and shine. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I just... I, 
I was ready to do an episode on boundaries, and then when we had that conversation right before we recorded, I was like, oh wait, this yeah. is so different than what I was Me too. originally thinking, yeah. I was, honestly, a couple weeks ago when we was chatting with my friend and then presented it to you, I was still, I was stuck in <laughs> what we talked about last year, and yeah. like, protecting myself, and it's like, No. Yeah, we've we allowed space in these couple of weeks to get to this space. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we could, could talk, talk about this <laughs> all day long. All day long, <laughs> and we we both have yeah space we, we want to create. So yeah. in our two weeks till we meet again, we invite you to just reflect on this. As we always say, you can touch base with us on it, um, or not. Or not. And just, but I would love, you know, if anything touches you on this, or um, you don't relate to, or you do relate to, or you're curious about, you know, send a note. Um, And then we'll see you in two weeks. We may have a guest, an artist friend. There's no pressure. We'll check with her schedule. Yes. So we won't make a promise. We'll allow the space to see what becomes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, Kathy, thank you so much. Thank you for sharing so vulnerably. And thank you all for tuning in. And I always say about Valentine's, um, let there always be love, truly. Like, I know it's a day and we... Whatever. Yeah. I don't really do much. Like, I... No. I I mean, I always, I just believe it's, like, let love be ever-present. And sure, snuggle up with the ones you love. Um, Yeah. And also, be love for yourself. And if we go back to the tea bag, it tells us love is the ultimate law of life. Yeah, and in in Tulsi sweet love is to sweet to sweet life, exactly. and I'll add to sweet sweet love. Yes, right. and we love you. We love you. I love you, Kathy. I love you, Lauren, and we're grateful for all of you. Yeah. Be well. Thank you so much. Bye, everyone.